eating Snoop uh, in his studio, I like moved my chair like, like kind of like this, just rustled it really quick, not dramatic, just, and there was like a little table behind me with something on it. It was a picture of him. It was like a frame of him and his wife. And I like bumped it and it like knocked over and made this oh, really wow. dramatic sound. <laughs> and you know, he's high. So he like turns around and I'm like, so I just went to Hey everyone, this episode of Drop Pod is brought to you by Locked In, a $9.99 monthly subscription membership for sneakers and streetwear at retail. The membership is catered to sneakerheads that are tired of taking L's on every release. We drop a new item every Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on a first-come, first-served basis. Sign up now. We have new sneakers dropping at retail this week. Visit dropplug.com and type Locked In in the search bar. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Drop Pod Podcast. Uh, today we have a special guest, Haley Tharp, right? Yes. That's your last that name. Welcome, welcome in the building. Haley Tharp's in the building. Woo! Thank you. I'm so seriously excited to be here. Thank Yay. you for having me. Awesome. Like, we're really excited to have you here, too. Um, for those of you that don't know Haley Tharp, um, well, we, we met each other <laughs> online right because she was one of the people that reached out to do our casting call so mm -hmm. this is just proof that the casting call is real and it actually works so we just don't put stuff it out works. there just to put stuff out there yeah so <laughs> she's here in person and that's a, and it's great um she has um interviewed a lot of up-and-coming artists within the socal area um some of them that I've actually have friends that have done uh, projects with them, actually. Oh, so wow. I'm going to tell you about that. That's actually pretty cool. So oh, I'm when I was looking at that, I was like, oh, I know some of these guys. Like, that's actually cool. So, um, yeah, we're really excited to have her here. And, um, yeah, we're, we're going to get into it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's <laughs> do it. So um, we'll start off with um, an icebreaker. I'm going to oh, ask. No. <laughs> <laughs> this was not pre-approved by me. I'm sorry for <laughs> So, so so tell us about yourself. Like uh where are you born and raised from? Like where where, do, where are you from? Oh, wow. Okay. So, I am from Hesperia, California. So, SoCal born and raised, but most people don't know where Hesperia is. That's okay. It's in the Inland Empire, high desert, that area. Um, I went to college in Missouri. So, I spent a lot of time in St. Louis. I consider St. Louis, Missouri my second home. Um, about four years now, I moved back here um, and was living in Santa Monica. Um, I've always wanted to get back to the West Coast. Um, that's where my heart is. So yeah, this is where I was born and raised. Um, but other than that, really by day, I work in digital advertising. And then by night, I am a music blogger. So I write for a few platforms, obviously my personal blog, my personal brand, but then also Ear Milk, Euphoria Magazine, Two Trill Magazine, The New Nine. And then I also do stuff on my YouTube channel. So oh, wow, that's cool. cool. That's really cool. So how did you like start getting into that? Because I feel like a lot of people 
are always like, oh my God, like I do marketing, but it could mean so many different things. So I think it's kind of interesting to see because I feel like everyone gets into a certain what, different ways. You know what I mean? Because there's like yeah. social media aspect. There's the writing aspect, like the actual like digital creation side. So kind of want to like shed some light. That'd be cool. Yeah. Oddly enough, I kind of just fell into it, um, which is not the typical way that people get into marketing. I feel like people go to school like I go to business school and do mm -hmm. marketing and that's how they kind of get into that. But I actually majored in broadcast journalism and then I switched to PR. So I actually, I wanted to be a broadcast journalist, but then uh, I soon realized that was gonna be a lot harder and um, a lot harder on my mental health. But so I switched to PR and I wanted to get into government actually. Oh, cool. So I was working for the congressman in Missouri a little bit and it just, Never really was my passion. Um, obviously, government comes with a lot of tumultuous uh, feelings and emotions, I feel like, in politics mm -hmm. in general. And I always had a passion for music. I've always been into hip hop rap. So it was kind of just a passion project. I was kind of pushed to do my blog. So I started out just doing, you know, getting a website, blogging about music I like. And then um, from there, just kind of met some new people, got some different opportunities. More people were, you know, seeing my writing and what I thought about things. And from there, just kind of continued to grow it. So, yeah, it's really my passion. So I just kind of stuck to it. But yeah, cool. as far as like digital advertising, I honestly just needed to make money right out of college. So mm -hmm. I applied for a bunch of jobs and uh, I got a job in paid search. I don't know. A lot of people don't know what that is, but Google search, search engine marketing, PPC, oh, all those words. Cool. So that's kind of what I do by day. So yeah, pays the bills and I kind of just stuck with it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. That's really sick. Um, so like, I know you came from Missouri to, and then you lived here and then you went to Missouri. So, I mean, if you could pick which side, like what are, what are the pros and cons of being in both? Because I, I think like they're, there's, so we forgot to go past. <laughs> They're like um, kind of like opposites, right? Yes, Especially like in the political spectrum. Yes. So what have you noticed or just like from your experience being in both, like yeah. what you could take from having being on both sides of the political spectrum? That is a really good question. Um, and I feel like we don't talk about that enough with people, you know, that have experience in the Midwest and have experience on the West Coast or East Coast for that matter, because they are two different spectrums. Mm -hmm. I know when I went there for college, I went to the University of Missouri, Mizzou. So Columbia, oh, okay. Missouri, it's a very small college town in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I know some people are, would get very mad if I said that, but it's in the middle of nowhere. It was culture shock for me um, and Mizzou, is very segregated still. I actually was used to high school. My high school was, you know, predominantly black and Hispanic. And then going to college, it's predominantly white. And um, so it was definitely culture shock, but also just the values. So, you know, I moved my way to St. Louis, which I would say is more the left swinging side of Missouri. It's kind of like Illinois is you know, has a lot of red, but then Chicago makes it yeah. a blue state. So it's kind of a similar situation in Missouri. Unfortunately, St. Louis isn't as big. Um, but there's, it actually really awakened my love for music in St. Louis. There's so much good music in St. Louis, and I feel like it kind of gets overshadowed by Chicago um, and other big Midwest cities. So I feel like while I'll always love the West Coast, I think it's the best coast. I 
love West Coast rap, there's a soft spot for St. Louis specifically. Um, but as far as good things, the Midwest, people in the Midwest are so nice overall. Like I go back and visit pretty often and I'm always taken aback by how nice people are. They'll just strike up a conversation with you, which is crazy because here, if someone did that, I'd be like, why are you talking to me? What is <laughs> yeah, going on? Yeah. Um, so I'd say that's the biggest difference. I hope that kind of answered your question. I see us quote. It's stuff. funny that you say that because I have, well, my boyfriend's actually from Virginia. So he's oh, awesome. like, he's very, you know, like when he meets people, he's very like, oh my God, like, hi, how are you? And I'm always just like, why are you doing that? And yes. he's like, he's like, why are you guys so weird here? He's like, you guys like, don't like say hi to people. Like, he's like back home, like you're like expected to yes. you know, say hi to everyone, acknowledge everyone. So it's, it's actually very interesting that you mentioned that. Yeah. My husband is from Illinois and he's the same exact way. Like he will talk to anybody. He's super polite to everyone. And I'm kind of like, stop talking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You're right. Um, so like with the music, um, being in the music rap scene, how were you able to like navigate your way through that, especially as someone that doesn't really, you know, look the part, yes, right? let's, yeah. let's be honest. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, how were you able to like get your foot in the door and like meet these rappers and be able to connect with them yeah, on the I level you're able to. I'm still navigating that. It's mm -hmm. still kind of hard, but you're right. I'm glad you kind of address the elephant yeah i don't look like a <laughs> <map> <laughs> um, i still think it's hard for people to take me seriously and that's fine mm -hmm. um i also struggle too some days i don't want to be put in this box of like oh she just covers rap she only listens yeah. to rap like i really do listen to a lot of different genres it's just that's what i kind of lean towards um but i think just being authentic in myself, like knowing that's what I legit listen to. That's what I lean towards. That's what I want to cover. I genuinely, any rapper that I write about or cover or interview or create content around, I genuinely like them and support them. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's a big thing is a lot of these up and coming rappers are just thankful that someone is kind of looking out for them or, you know, creating content around them or covering them on one of these platforms. Um, so I think that kind of rips the bandaid off. Um, and just trying to be a friendly face. Like I really go out of my way when I meet them to try to be like overly friendly and energetic. Uh, might scare some people off, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, because even when I was looking at your portfolio, I noticed some of the people, just to name a few, like Girls Love Dev, yes. um, Kaylin. Yes. So like, I noticed the time you interviewed them was like right before they blew up, yep. especially Girls Love Dev, like now he's like, a big deal out there so yes yeah i thought that was really cool like you got them like right at that yes. perfect time and now they're like at this position so i think it's actually i love cool that, about you that. Bring yeah that up because, <laughs> oh it's such a double-edged sword with any yeah obviously they're still kind of in the underground scene mm -hmm. but like gaining traction more yeah. traction but it's so hard for me when i like come across an artist and they're still underground and you know they don't have many followers and i love them i'm obsessed with them and then they blow up and it's like i love <laughs> blowing up right yeah. i like want to give them all the praises because they know they worked hard for that but then it, it's like oh i hate you now because you're mainstream and you blew up mm -hmm. but it's not really like that but it, it feels like that. Just like I love that Megan the Stallion is so huge right now, but I remember listening to her when she was, you know, just up and coming. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like that double-edged sword, I think. Mm -hmm. Do you still stay in contact with some of the, like the rappers, like wherever you met them? Yeah, you know, definitely. You know? A lot of them will still like send me music. Oh, I see. Um, even after I've covered something, maybe I was introduced 
to them through like their PR, their manager, they will reach out and send along their music. Like, hey, I'm dropping this next week. Take a look at it, um, listen to it. So a lot of the rappers will do that. And I like having that relationship, like kind of like a DM relationship on social media. Mm -hmm. um, and I have very few bad experiences with the rappers. I feel like I see on TikTok and Instagram a little bit, but mostly TikTok, people sharing horror stories about how bad rappers are to work with and how bad they are in the industry. I've had very few bad experiences. Usually they're all very down to earth, very willing if I go to a show to like meet me, say hi, take a picture. Um, they're very thankful that I'm writing, you know, something on them or creating something for them, supporting their music. But, uh, you know, there's always the ones that don't really care either. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so what's like your worst experience you've had? Oh God, worst experience. You don't have to name drop. Um, don't name drop. Yeah. Okay. I will not name <laughs> drop, but we can infer um, a West Coast based rapper who's always kind of making headlines nowadays is always into some drama. Um, I, this was not like on a professional, I was not covering his music or anything, but I got invited to a studio with some mutual friends hanging out at the studio. I'm there to network and I'm a music blogger. I'm very upfront about that. Um, I was treated kind of like a groupie and asked to perform fellatio on said rapper. <laughs> Not, I'm there strictly professional. So, you know, no hate to yeah. <laughs> those people to, you know. I think I have a hunch who he is. Yeah, I think we can infer a little bit. I don't know how many more hints you I can offer. You know who it is. Ooh downstairs oh no that, don't say that, that. oh i could definitely yeah <laughs> ig no oh okay no. <laughs> <laughs> the record oh, oh yeah, i won't yeah. put it i yeah, won't put yeah. it but good guess yeah. on ig wow yeah, yeah. why yeah i actually yes. met him back in 2011 i actually have a picture with him when i was a baby and he was super nice super down to earth super high but just super nice so <laughs> No, I have no bad things. I've to say. met YG once at Smashburger, and oh wow, yeah, randomly. it's so <laughs> random. <laughs> but it it wasn't really random because they were having the Grammys next oh, door, okay. and I guess he was just hungry and snuck in with DJ Mustard, and he was a jerk. Really, he like so we're I was there for the Laker game, and he like pushed this other girl like get like get out of my way like took up a whole section in Smashburger of all places like no one could walk through it and then he was like trying to hit on the workers and call them over to his section in Smashburger so like <laughs> oh my god yeah she's like one of those rappers that I feel like he's respectful if he thinks you're attractive or he likes you but if I've that man that. doesn't he's gonna like yeah I've and that girl that. was so mad that we actually became friends with her the, like during that day because like she was so mad and she like came up to us like f that guy who the hell is he anyway bro? And i was like so she yeah she like, was she didn't know who he was and then when we explained she's like oh that's yg well his music sucks like blah 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 like she was mad but rightfully so because right. she was sitting there like walking through she didn't know he was a celebrity and he just like yeah. pushed her like get out of here like yeah no one could be around him it was like dude relax smash burger i mean i've also heard <laughs> like rumors about yg too that he's colorist or you know picky with mm. women of certain skin that colors is which is 
yeah. not surprising, but yeah. terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. But, like, based on rappers, like, who's your... We, we should go through this. Who's your? Who's all of our top threes? But we'll start with you first. Start with me. Top um, three. Right now, my top three. Um, Dom Kennedy will always be my number uh, one. Oh, wow. That's good. Um, I'm a big Dom Kennedy fan. Um, number two. I don't have a top three. I think it just cycles through. In no particular order, I'll always be a Rick Ross fan. Ooh, big 21 Savage fan. Um, I love Bankroll Freddy right now. Um, I'm really love shouting out the IE right now. Siv Pierre, Thunderous Night. Um, I love Kaylin for real, for real. So yeah, I I'd say number one is always going to be Dom Kennedy, but mm-hmm. as far as obviously I'm a huge Tupac fan too. Yeah. So if we're going all time, it's going to be Tupac. But as of right now, my number one is Dom Kennedy, and then kind of trickles down between Rick Ross, Twenty One Savage, uh, probably Burner, Bay Area rapper Burner. Okay, that's sick. That's cool. What about you guys? I used to listen to Don Kennedy a lot when I had uh, Spotify, but then when I moved to Apple Music, they stopped recommending new songs. So like, I kind of fell off. I have no idea that's what he's a struggle. dropping. Yeah, yeah. That you Apple Music, back on Spotify, dude. Apple Music sucks. But like, I'm like, I'm like, four dollars. I'm like tied to them. Four dollars. Tied to them because I have to keep that thing working. Otherwise, we won't have music in this. That makes in the, sense. In the office. Okay, we'll let it slide this time. <laughs> but I, I'm thinking about it. Paulina won't let me join her 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 plan, so it's it's fine. It's four dollars. <laughs> so we gotta play music with ads. Oh. <laughs> um, for me, sheesh. Ooh. That's tough. Man, my favorite rappers. Gosh, I'll say Nux. He's this. Uh, yeah. You heard of him? The, yeah. He's a UK rapper. Yeah. Yeah, Nux. He's really. Dude, that guy's music, his beats, everything is just like crisp. The UK actually has a lot of mm-hmm. really big talent coming out of there right now. Yeah, Nux is my favorite. Um, sheesh, who do I listen to? Like, I'm gonna look at my time? Spotify. I man, Nux I is my favorite. Um, it is hard. It's really hard. I'll say I don't want to sound basic, but Drake. <laughs> really like drake but i don't I'm not, i don't want to include them because i feel like that's like expected right yeah but I like, like there's like that connotation if you say drake i like the oh. new drake though a yeah. lot of people like old drake i like new drake because his songs are different it's more about like his like the success like the like yeah. i feel like he's rapping about like a different like where he's at in his life i kind of like it because it's more how do you say it? it's more um kind of gives you like something to look forward to like when he describes that is true versus like hearing the usual struggle stuff like you don't i mean i'm not against that it but true. sometimes like i don't i'd like to feel uplifted when listening to music so that that's also kind of like one thing um but i'll say number two definitely no cap he's yeah. he's um i forgot where he's from i think alabama right i think somewhere southern mm-hmm. no cap is really cool so next no cap man and then who do I listen to? It's so hard for me. Um, sheesh. Ah. It's so hard to narrow it down. <laughs> I'll say probably just to throw him in, maybe Stormzy. 
yeah stormzy is cool i'm really into like the uk drill like that stuff is fire it like, is it's really good right it's now. really it's really good um honorable mention i have a friend that is in ie um his name is eke i don't know if you heard of him i don't think i've heard of that no. yeah he's really good i i could see him blowing up soon I'll and then drake little baby honorable mention yes yeah. <laughs> we in case joking. you guys don't know who those those guys are like drake and little baby are really good you guys should definitely check them out all right, <laughs> all right what about you are we saying like all time or is it just current i just think right now your top three if someone put guns to your head and said pulling i need your top three rappers right now what would you do well, who would you pick mm, future of course <laughs> We are. Oh, future. I love, love future. future. I don't know. I think it's just because when I was in high school, like that was his when he was like taking off. So I think I just had like a connection with him, and like I just I love future. I think future. Um, you're gonna get mad at this one, but I always love listening to Blue Bucks Clan. I think they're so good. I was gonna about they're to so say good. if we're doing honorable mentions, Blue Bucks Clan. I love yes. them. Love the clan. Not the, not this one. this clan. Which clan? <laughs> this clan. <laughs> um, and then oh, right now I really love Forty Two Doug. Forty Two really Doug. Yeah. I think he's, he's very good. underrated. He's on a lot of songs, but no one ever talks about him. But I think he's yeah. really good. You know what? You're right. Yeah. Forty mm -hmm. Two Doug is really good. Honestly, I kind of forgot about him. You know who? Um, I'm going to remove my third one because Stormzy seems like like everyone is on everyone's top. Um, you said Blue Bucks can. It kind of reminded me of this clan. one clan. I said clan. No, I said can. <laughs> can. Um, crap. I really like this guy. Um, dang, what's his name, dude? I just forgot the name right now. I just thought of it. it. Just karaoke it. Just yeah, just right now. Just go. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I, I try to. Oh, 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 I, oh, uh, Heady One. I don't even yeah, know. Heady One. You know that song I, I always play? Which one? Um, I feel like E is Tika. Everyone shine together. Uh, I don't know if it's big. Yeah. That's cool. I don't like to. In, that guy's, I feel like I've heard that song. Yeah. Who's your ops? Can't be us. I feel like I've heard it. It was circulating on TikTok for a while. So okay, maybe probably that's what I That guy's yeah. good. That guy's really good. And there's a bunch of like, underground guys that like dude they're 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 really good like yeah. when i find them on tiktok i'm like wow these songs slap mm -hmm. <laughs> i have a question for you guys how do you guys feel about artists on tiktok and like i feel like a lot of people are annoyed with tiktok right now because a song can blow up Damn. and not necessarily be a radio worthy song but how do you guys feel about tiktok and tiktok artists making music for it it's annoying but it's free marketing for them right that's honestly tiktoks yeah. are the easiest way to blow up like there's random songs that released like what like years ago i can't think of an exact example but you know what right. i mean yeah and they'll just blow up and like the artists will be like what, what happened yeah you know what i mean like they'll just straight up just come back out of nowhere yeah so i think it's annoying to have to listen to like on our end you know like when you're scrolling it's the same like five songs but from like an artist's point of view it's very smart true it's free you see like i understand it and I understand exactly from like what Paulina said from an artist, artist perspective. It's all about like, dude, you need your exposure, free marketing, all that. Yep. I, I hundreds percent. 
But for me, as a listener, I care more about the art. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, it kind of takes away from that. Because especially now, you could tell when an artist is making a song just for it to be a TikTok dance just song TikTok, yeah. versus, like, an actual song. Mm-hmm. And usually when I hear a song like that, I kind of just stay away from it because it's, like, I, I, I don't really feel anything when I listen to it. So, but, I mean, it's cool. I think, yeah, if the songs are blown up on TikTok, that's perfect for them. It's definitely the best way for them to move forward i think a good example love meg the stallion have been a fan since day one right but her new stuff is not like i can tell kind of what you're saying that it's meant for tiktok mm -hmm. um tina snow every single day but you know what i mean like her new stuff like i can tell like she's trying yeah 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 Yeah, it's all like tiktok music Mm -hmm. what about the baby does anyone listen to that guy that what is he? I do not. <laughs> the Yankee Doodle Beats. Like been dead. <laughs> yeah. I literally saw him at Rolling Loud. What was it like six months ago, seven months ago? Oh. And everyone booed him and were throwing stuff on stage. <laughs> but some, yeah. I mean, going back to TikTok, it's a double edged sword though, because yes. I've seen the artists that blow up on TikTok. A lot of times it's from like a snippet of a song. And then when you hear the full song, you're kind of like, you hate it. You're like, dude, the song yeah. sucks. Or like just what happened with Steve Lacey the other day. I don't know if you saw that video. He I was think- at his concert and he was like, like cut the music. Like everyone's singing. Oh, yeah. like, I, I wish I knew. Uh-huh. I wish I knew. Blah, blah, blah. And after that, no one knew what to say. Like everyone was, he was just like, you guys don't know the rest of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's because that's all people know. And then yeah. it made me think about Jack Harlow yes. when that first class song came out and that chorus, the he that, his own bag. That bro. song had so much potential. Yeah. And then when I heard the full song, I was like, ah, this yes. is not yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound complete. But on TikTok, it sounded so promising. It sounded yeah. like, dude, this song is gonna be the song of the summer. I remember that. Everyone's like, this is the song of the year, the song of the summer. And then yeah, that wasn't even the best song on his yeah. album. No, no. <laughs> but, um, I mean, even I was looking at an interview yesterday, Lil Yachty, that Poland song that yes, came out, yes. he was talking yeah. about it, that it was a leak, and he was just making, he was like, his friend had the, the Poland sparkling water, mm-hmm. and he had walk, so, like, he was just started saying it, and then when he found that the leak was, like, trending, he was like, dude, let's just release it, like, it's not finished. Oh, my God. So he said, like, there's still, like, more to the song, I was like, that was like smart on his end. Mm-hmm. Like the song, he yeah, released well, it just as that. Accident. Yeah. If he wow. tried to like complete the song, then release it, it probably would have flopped. I don't think yeah. people would have cared for oh, it. Yeah. That is true. Sure. Yeah. That's I true. If you have the actual full completed song in the vault and you just leak a snippet, then that's smart. Mm-hmm. But yes. I do think it shows when the snippet was actually leaked and they're just like, oh, shit. Oh, crap. Let me finish then, the whole song. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, my God, we need to like, yes, release. <laughs> what the- so aggressive. <laughs> Let me turn my do not disturb. That was aggressive. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's a good list you have. It's a good list. And now that I'm going to keep thinking of artists I should have named on my list. Everyone I keep adding for the rest Larry of the list. <laughs> I know. She's going to get a bunch of DMs like, why didn't you drop me? Like, why didn't you mention me? <laughs> You're gonna be like Rick Ross is trash. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Ross, I I I I would not stand for Rick Ross and DJ Khaled slander. Everyone really? is. I hate 
I it literally gets me so mad when people talk mess about DJ Khaled. Oh, I I'm know. like, this guy works so hard to get this position, and all these Gen Z kids are trying to discredit him. <laughs> <laughs> that check hit. Sorry, <laughs> hit. You know, I think he's corny as fuck. I really do. He's really corny, yeah. but like the message behind his stuff is real stuff like he also legitimately has worked hard i yeah. read rick ross's autobiography hurricanes recently and he talked a lot about like him and dj khaled yeah. together and it was actually really eye-opening like i do respect dj khaled and everyone knows dj khaled he's doing something right mm -hmm. But I think he's corny. I just can't like him. I think the corny part, I get it. If you want to hate him because he's corny, I agree. But what people start, when people start talking about, oh, he doesn't even make the music. All he does is yell. I'm like, bro, no, he's actually making music. He like, does, he's not just yeah. sitting there yelling over tracks and then just dropping it as his, like, no, nah, he's actually doing stuff. Yeah. But he is a cornball. He is a cornball. He, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but being a cornball sells. So you can't beat him for that. Yeah. Day, I guess. I'm surprised he's kept it this long. Because when his he first started his Snapchat stuff, that was like 2015 when I just got into college. Mm -hmm. And I remember watching with all my roommates every day. Well, I remember that. We were, I, like I honestly, my, my one of my homies, he always says we were the first ones to start like reposting DJ Khaled's stuff. Cause we, before like, I'm not even lying. Right when DJ Khaled started doing that stuff, we were like on it and just <laughs> posting it everywhere. Like the and, like, shade room for DJ We would literally get room. up. And the first thing we did was look at DJ Khaled's stuff and just repost it. And like, I was like, uh, part of me feels like we should take some credit. I mean, maybe that's why he has me on retainer, you know? Just <laughs> yeah, no, I remember that. that was when I was in high school, that was dude. like 20, 2015? 2015, 2014. Yeah. Like, dude. I remember that. And a... like, but looking back, the stories were really funny. Yeah. But it, at the it's time. It's just the weird stuff you like, would say. Yeah. Like when he did his whole shoe closet. Yeah. And he was all like, if you don't know these, you're playing yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> you see that? You just got played. Like, <laughs> he just says the most random stuff. And then the thing is, when he'll be in the shower, and like he'll record himself bathing. I'm just like, bro. <laughs> I respect. Yes, he's very corny, but I respect him in the sense that he's smarter than what he. Yeah, he, like he looks. But because he's narrowed his demographic to either be people who think he's corny but like his beats and how he produces songs, which I mean, every song is, is a bop, right? Or he's figured out like how to hit that like corny. I'm on the come up. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's like this yeah. is inspirational. You know what I mean. There's like a niche of hip hop yes. like that is DJ Khaled. Yeah, that yes. literally is. Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> since the beginning, like this, you can every year this guy's had a hit. Yeah. Every yeah. single year, like he's yeah. had one or two hits. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. He's like always on a roll. He's really good. Mm -hmm. In fact, I need to update my top three. <laughs> I forgot. I, I can't believe I forgot this person. I feel so bad. Um, I apologize. But Tyra the Creator, number three. Yes, that's a good one. New Tyra the Creator. I thought you were going to say DJ Khaled. Nah, new Tyra the Creator is is amazing. That guy, man. His new stuff, is that rap though? I don't, I don't know what it is, is but his new stuff rap. is amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so good. Yeah. Stu, when we, we were there, right? At, um, Day in Vegas. When, were you there for his set? Oh, yeah. Right? 
okay, yeah, yeah. That that set. Was I mean, Charlie the, the Creator has been good since the beginning, though. Like, I don't like his old stuff, but really? nah, I did I it. Like his older stuff, you don't like, too like much. Yonkers. Yonkers was cool, yeah. okay. but I started liking him when he first dropped that that one album that everyone crucified him for. I think Flower Child or something or uh, Garden yes. something. Mm. Everyone ripped that album, but that was I. Oh no, Cherry Bomb was it? No, Cherry oh. Bomb was his old stuff. Okay, yeah, I think it was the Garden one. Yeah, and everyone really ripped him for it. And that, but that was actually when I started liking him at that exact moment. Yeah. I love artists that are moving more toward this unique sound kind of yeah. genre. Like, no. you can't really pinpoint Exactly. It. I really love that. It's different. Yeah, yeah. I've been covering more artists like that because I feel like it's just kind of what we're wanting to hear mm -hmm. is that mix of hip hop and pop and R&B and atmospheric and lo-fi, like all mixed together. I feel like I really appreciate an artist yeah. who can execute that. That's true. That's definitely true. That's really sick. I also think people are just more willing to kind of expand their horizons yeah. before like what, like five, 10 years ago, it was like, oh no, no, I don't listen to like alternative. No, I'm good. Right. I'll just stick to like, you know, like hip hop rap. But yes. like now, like the newer artists found a way to Pretty much like what you were saying like kind of mix everything together which is amazing yeah, yeah. it does take a lot of talent to be able to envision yeah. that i guess i would like to hear what you guys think about like bridging the gap between country and rap i don't know if you guys have heard a lot of artists that do that not like nelly in florida georgia line oh but... no nelly no 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 that <laughs> was like, no. not yeah I don't, <laughs> people have liked that stuff no that wasn't it <laughs> um actually that's a really good question I genuinely like country music. I'm not going to lie. I actually listen. My my favorite. I have a bunch of like favorite country artists. I like and not like the Sam Hunts kind of like the like the like the like deep down South guys. Yeah, I, I listen to those like guys. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think it's I don't know. I. I feel like it depends how you are as an artist. I think the person that does it i won't say the best or i don't even know if you can even call it countries i think it's more like blues or bluegrass is like old post malone yes he's i think he's done he's a decent job of tapping like bringing like i'll say like a quarter of country into like rap or r&b whatever he's doing that day <laughs> and make it actually sound good but like other than that i really haven't heard a good mix like it that has really been i just covered an artist his name is shibuzi, shibuzi. and he his whole brand is country and rap mixed oh. and it is very uncomfortable but so satisfying at the same time so you guys should check him out all right but i think country and rap weird, are both but... very like hard how do i try to find the word to describe it like they're very like diff different so or like different. they're very uh polar i don't say polarizing but like they kind of have their own like presence modes. yeah yes. like different modes and like it's kind of hard to blend it, blend it versus yes. like rap and like alternative alternative yeah. kind of is like not as strong you can like catch that you flow. can kind of catch it country. yeah country yeah. has like a slower kind of um what's the word not beat but you know what i mean like Versus yes. rap is more, what's the, I don't know what the actual term is for like music wise, but you know what I mean? Like it's a little mm -hmm. bit, um, 
I don't know, slow. Yeah, I guess that's the only way I can describe it versus rap is more like blah, 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 blah. Yes, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Their tempos are definitely yes, different. The tempo. Yeah, that's the tempo. Was, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's what that's I was thinking. Definitely yeah. I'm picking right. up what you're putting down. Yeah. <laughs> so, hot, hot question. Oh, no. What do you think, what are your thoughts on Travis Scott? Do you think he's going to make a comeback with this Utopia album? What do you know from your inside sources? Guys, Haley has an inside scoop on she everything. She has Utopia. She has, she, she actually has a Utopia right album. She already listened to it. She's laughing, but she, <laughs> <laughs> she actually, she listened to it like 20 times already. She just played it for us. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to We're going to get a cease and desist. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Jenner. <laughs> Chris Jenner is going to come here. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's a hard question because, don't kill me, I've never really been a Travis Scott fan. That's not to say I don't like him or hate him. I just, his music really never did it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not a huge Travis Scott fan. I mean, there's songs here and there that I like. Like, I guess his radio hits I like. But um, I, I want to say my gut is telling me, yeah make a comeback i don't think it's gonna be nearly as big as you know World or anything like that but i think it's gonna do just fine i i don't think it's gonna be anything life-changing mm-hmm. yeah. but he also has dare i say it so much label payola behind him he has so many people working for him that's true how could it not flop you know mm-hmm. i like i mean i've always been a travis scott fan um I think that's just my type of genre yeah. of music. His like whole like euphoric yes. kind of. I, I love I, that I, stuff. Yeah, that's my favorite genre of music. But I think a lot of people are doing it now, and people figured out how to do it. Versus yes. he was more of like a pioneer in the way that he was able to make like euphoric hype. Yes. But everyone's doing it now. I agree. So yeah. I think he's not. If he does make a comeback, it's not. He's not going to be where he was before Astro. Yeah, because yeah. you have Yeet now. Yeah, there's a Yeet, lot of Sofago and yes. all these other guys that are just doing it just as good as he did. And I think he's kind of in like, oh fuck, Playboy Cardi thing, too. Yeah, yeah, like Playboy Cardi, Uzi, all of them already took his spot. I mean, yeah. Uzi has always been pretty big good, for the past yeah. few years, but like, I think when he went MIA, all these artists took his spot, and I think people are kind of realizing that like Travis Scott's cool. Yeah, but I think he's not the only one anymore right i think you bring up a good point i think if i were him and maybe he's already thought of this maybe he's already doing it we will not know until mm-hmm. he drops it but i think he should take that approach and collaborate with those artists that are mimicking his sound like why not put more underground artists mm-hmm. on his album and spotlight that i mean snoop dogg just did it with the algorithm he took all up and coming artists and featured them on his album so he has that name i would love to see like a travis scott do that and really mm-hmm. hone in on those artists that are you know mimicking his sound and his style mm-hmm. i think that would be awesome i think that's like mm-hmm. um like what happened with frank ocean he took his he like took his long break but like back then when he did it's like you didn't have those artists that came in and took that spot but now it's like you can name like 10 artists or 20 artists that have a similar sound and flow and it's kind that of like true. now you're kind of like do we really care for another frank ocean album like we have all these other alternatives that just sound just as good or even better than him i don't know i think frank ocean is a little bit different i think people are mad at him i think if he Where's came back his, him. yeah why are you mad at him though no 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 i'm not uh, i'm not mad at him but i'm just uh, saying like i think frank ocean 
was kind of another pioneer, but I think people are more mad because he hasn't released anything and he's been bailing. But Travis Scott, I think, is more because everyone else is doing it. I see. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, speaking of Snoop, I saw that. Um, how was your interaction with Uncle Snoop? It was great. Um, honestly, I went into that whole studio listening party thinking that it would be kind of just a checkbox for him, right? Like, he's so big, he's probably just like, hi, bye, Mm -hmm. wouldn't even take a picture. He is the nicest dude. And I know everyone says that who meets him. He's seriously the nicest dude, so down to earth. There was even a point, like, I took a picture with him. And I went back and I was like, I hate this picture. Why did I pose like that? Uh, and he overheard me. He was like, let's take it again. And like, oh, that's so took a picture cool. with me until I liked it. So little stuff like that, I feel like makes a difference. But he really is really down to earth. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. That's, that's cool. Really I nice. have heard that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even fathom how much weed he smokes. <laughs> I'd say over the course of like three hours, he smoked at least 15 to 20 blends just back to back to back. I told Emmanuel this story, but one of my high school teacher's brother owns like an upholstery business or something like that. Just very random, funny fact that you say that. Um, And I guess he was going to redo like Snoop Dogg's home studio or something like that. But he had to wear like a gas mask because mind you, like this is like some like 50 year old dude. And like he walks in and he was like, oh, fuck, like all like secondhand high. So like the entire time that they were like fixing his house, like they had to wear like masks because it was like so loud in there. I believe it. Yeah, that's crazy. That's funny. That's cool. I mean, I, I, I get jealous of people when they have like the good celebrity interaction stories because <laughs> you know yeah, the, you know that guy you know who he, who know who I'm talking about the one dude. Well, I've met this one celebrity and he, he I wanted like a picture with him oh. and he charged me two hundred dollars. I'm not even joking. It's a serious story. I'm not gonna say his name just to protect his 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 uh. It's not even a rapper. Okay. I can't if I don't want to if narrow it down. Right. No business charging <laughs> anyone for anything. Literally charged me two hundred dollars, and I paid for it. I don't know why I, I don't paid, know for why it. paid for it. Did you just Venmo him or like did you have to? I had cash? I had cash. So. Oh my god. The this this place we were at, I had cash on me, so it was kind of like. His whole thing was all oh, like, you're going to take this picture and post it. So you got to pay me for it. Oh, my God. That's yeah. Terrible. And he's the guy that doesn't have any business charging people $200. Like, that was BS. Yeah. <laughs> what a terrible experience. I know. Yeah, that was bad. That was, yeah, that was terrible. I was like, yeah, $200. And it was the ugliest picture ever. The picture sucked. It was like a one take and you're done. It was $200. such a bad picture. Like, it was so bad i didn't even post it it was terrible that picture looks like i look like i look like a smurf that i look like i got stomped on you, I don't looked, look, you didn't look bad in the picture it just looked like you like saw him on the street and someone was like hey take a picture and someone like, and like took ra- it really and like i ran over there and it was hot and humid and like <laughs> Dude, didn't even get to like. Gosh, it was a, it was a. You were probably all hot and bothered. Because that was my most expensive picture I've ever taken. Sheesh, and it was a bad one too. It's oh, fine. No. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's how that's how it is sometimes. 
Oh, that's terrible. I hate hearing any like horror stories about people meeting celebrities. Like mm-hmm. it just makes me cringe. Mm-hmm. When I told my friend, um, he my friend, he's like he no one could tell him what to do. Let's just put it that way. He's he's a big dude. Okay. So like big dude as in like he's not a big dude. <laughs> actually the not opposite physically. actually the exact opposite but influence wise he's a big guy gotcha. so i told him and he was like nah f that if i was there he wouldn't have done that to you and he was like mad and he was gonna call him i was like it's good it's all good oh my yeah. god <laughs> yeah so yeah it yeah but it's fine it's fine and i can't get it back right so <laughs> i mean have you other than uncle snoop who like anyone else you worked with um most recently i worked with the game on his dramatic release did you post that i did yes i i, I remember you you i saw that somewhere yeah. yeah okay so i'd say that's the like biggest name one but obviously just like my artist i interview and everything mm-hmm. my more emerging artist but i'd say the game and snoop are like the biggest yeah. well-known names that i've worked the with. game i think uh doesn't get his credit he's really good but like yeah i feel like people just i feel like that respect for him isn't there as like how it used to be back in the day you know what's crazy is for that album release party i like posted a reel and a tiktok of just the release party and I had so many hate comments on there. Like everybody was like, no one's there besides his family. Ooh, the game fell off. What are you doing there? I'm like, why, why do people hate him so much? Yeah. They have no ill will towards the game at all. <laughs> I know it's, yeah. I remember, especially during the Super Bowl, everyone was ripping him. Yeah. He was at the Super Bowl? He wasn't at the Super Bowl. He was watch. he had like a watch party at his house uh-huh. and he was just like, yeah you know it's all love i could have been there but i'm here and like people are like ripping him on the comments and stuff i've heard that he has a bad attitude and i think that's why a lot of people don't like him i could see i haven't i haven't seen it but a lot of people say they're like i mean i don't think you should be hating on anyone regardless but a lot of people are saying that like the success that he's had doesn't match like yeah the way he carries himself which i can kind of see but that's what i've heard is the I reason why that. a lot of people don't like him. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 My experience with him was nice, but it was very basic. I just took a picture with him. He seemed very overwhelmed by his release. Or just very <laughs> high. Uh, Either one. <laughs> yeah. Who, um, like, what's your, who's, like, your goal per artist? Like, who you want to interview? Um, well, obviously, I would love to interview Dom Kennedy. So if Dom That's Kennedy good. listens to your podcast, send him my way. I'm sure yes. Dom Kennedy listens. He's probably <laughs> He's listening right Australia. now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, I'm really open to interviewing anyone. Uh, before current events, I would have loved to interview Kanye. Oh. Um, I don't think I, I can feel like he's it. he's like you can get him for like cheap right now. I think it's probably not a bad idea. This, Gives you instant. If if I could, if I had the opportunity to interview Kanye, I'll interview him right now. Right? Yeah. I don't I care like what anyone too. says. I'll interview him. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're not going to sit there and agree with everything he says, right? You're fine. I mean, it's just a dialogue. I just like yeah. Sorry. Your you're good. You're last fine. podcast I listened to, and you guys were kind of talking about this and mm-hmm. saying, I really like that you brought up the people that he surrounds himself with. I think that's such a good point because that's what I was thinking of is that nobody is intervening. I mean, I know it's easier said than done, you know, with 
any alleged mental illness or any type of manic disorder, but you have to have people in your corner that you know are going to like mm -hmm. call you out on your bullshit essentially. Yeah. And I feel like he needs that. You know, it, 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 it kind of surprises me because, um, like I know he's like on his religious journey right? and all that. And, um, I, I mean, I assume he goes to a church and like my background, my dad's a pastor. So I grew up in a church. I'm just kind of like surprised, like who's his pastor, like spiritual leader. Like, why aren't they calling him like, Hey, like what's going on? Like, yeah. let's meet now. And like, because when people at my church, like do crazy stuff, my dad, you know, checks them. Cause yeah. like, that's like their responsibility. So I'm like surprised that Which is they have it. It should be like that. Yeah. But so it's like kind of surprising that he's, yeah. It's like, he's just being allowed by everyone. Everyone's just like an enabler around him. They're exactly. just like, yeah, keep doing it. Keep doing it. He goes to church. Okay. Yeah, and then is it was it was it that one guy? The, the pastor. The pastor is another. The pastor was like some rapper, dude. Was what? it Mace or it was Mace? And then it was he died. What? Drops all over the. Oh, DMX. Yeah, DMX was that one was of the pastors. Pastor. Yeah. What? That's that's. Can you imagine <laughs> DMX as a pastor? He's DMX, but let's be fucking for real. <laughs> Yeah, he he was, one of the, he was one of the pastors at his church. So I mean, probably that's why yeah. he's just doing whatever he wants. But yeah, I'm like, it's wild. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, he he's he's lost it. I'm just gonna put it that way. Yeah. I've been trying to defend him. But yeah, he's he he's kind of like, he's off the he's off the chain right now. Like, and yes, yeah, he's he's literally yeah, he's gone. <laughs> that not to segue, but I also feel like Nicki Minaj has lost her marbles right now, too. I think she has. I feel like, too, but again, I think just like Kanye West and Nicki, I mean, Beyonce hasn't lost it, but it's like when you're such a big polarizing figure, you have such a huge following, you can get away with saying crazy stuff. That is true. And no matter what, people are going to be there to defend every single thing you say. No matter what. Yeah. yeah. Fans are also cool. They're, they're, they're it's wild. like a cult. It's a they're cult. Wild. Barbs Every crazy. time the barbs are wild. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like her music, but I also think she's been problematic for years. Yes, mm -hmm. and all of her fans are like, they support. They her. make they excuses for too much. Another, another yeah. yes man, pretty much. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, circa Pink Friday, I was the biggest Nicki fan, mm -hmm. and now as of late, I don't even follow her. Like, I just can't do it. It almost feels like she has that syndrome of like a baby boomer being like well back in my day i had to do it this way i had to mm -hmm. walk five miles mm -hmm. in the snow just to get to the bus stop it feels yeah. like she's doing that with these female rappers like well mm -hmm. back in my day i had to do it this way yeah well, fell off yeah <laughs> exactly she was support them yeah she's she was a pioneer in that like genre like the fuck bitches get money type yes, of, like female yeah. rapper so i do respect her in that sense but also like times have changed there's more people like other people are yeah. gonna do what you did and that's fine. yeah someone but... else is gonna take the crown like yeah. it's fine it like there it's it's it's, yeah. it's, it's life like it was, it's just gonna yeah. happen i mean I... the same thing happened with her and like lil kim like for the longest mm -hmm. time yes back to back and now it's her and everyone else she's and and the thing is like all her fans are just like oh they just hating on her but it's like dude if you're in the center of every single woman rap battle yeah like i think it's you it's, you're, the you're the problem yeah. every single female rapper that makes it she's always in the middle of it trying to fight with them 
It's like, yeah, yeah it's you're the issue. You're I the issue. It's so interesting too that she hasn't picked a battle with Megan the Stallion. Like They're actually friends. Yeah, but I think Not that's because Megan Not the Stallion. Yet. Megan the Stallion definitely is like her buddy, and they yeah. make music together. Yeah. I also wonder if she kind of knows that Megan would wrap circles around her. Probably. Dare I say it? Dare I say it? The barbs are gonna come for me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I think I mean that's why I kind of like guys like Drake, especially. I mean, when I'm talking about like the big guys, yeah, because Drake. Does he have a cult following? I feel like he does, right? But the thing's like he's not He's a little different though. He's, he's more of like a household name. Yeah. Versus like Nikki's like she had she's known within like her people. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows Nicki Minaj, but you know what I mean? Like it's her or people Travis that listen Scott. to her. Versus Drake. You can ask my mom and she can probably tell you a yeah. Drake song. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's everyone true. knows and loves Drake pretty much. Yeah. That is true. Because like he was saying he gets a lot of hate because he doesn't like post stuff about like current events but he's also like his whole thing was um if he posts about one thing he's gonna get hate if he doesn't post about the other so like he true. just stays out like just neutral stays out of everything and just like when he's on social media it's he's just, just unproblematic he's just being himself yeah. i think that's the best approach i mean yeah. when you want to get political and all that stuff it get it like can bite you in the butt i think it yeah. depends if you're someone with a platform and you can make a difference and speak on issues then i think you should but I mean, if he wants to stay out of it, then he's a publicist I think, dream. Yeah, that's, that's a more of a because he's, he's also he's, Canadian. <laughs> so we have to think of it. A lot of the issues that go on here in America don't directly affect him. So that I feel like true. that's also why he just doesn't post about it. Yeah, that's I true. mean, he's like, I'm uh, going to go back to Toronto. Yeah, and he spends most of his time in Toronto. So it's I kind of know. like I feel like it's more because his audience is so diverse yeah whatever he says is gonna make someone mad. it's gonna trigger someone so, yeah i don't know i don't know true. if i respect him for that but if that's what he wants to do that's fine <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so where do you see yourself in 10 years oh gosh that's hard i feel like i'm still trying to figure out what my next direction is i feel like i still don't know what i want to be when i grow up but um, I really just want to be one of the main thought leaders in music. Um, I want to continue to grow my platform. I would love to get an actual studio like this for my interviews. Um, and like I said, just be a thought leader in the industry. Mm -hmm. um, I know I've not been pushed, but a lot of people have kind of been putting in my ear of like, you should go try to work for a label or you should go try to do this or that or try to get an A&R. And I wanted to do that for such a long time, but I feel like now, no, I just want to keep doing what I'm doing, building my brand and I don't know, just, you know, blow up and try to be that main ear in the industry um, and not lose sight of I feel like not to hate on a lot of the major blogs or music platforms, but you know, they really only cover mainstream or, you know, that artist has to hit a certain threshold of followers to be covered. I still want to cover, you know, those emerging rappers, those mm -hmm. emerging talents that are still super talented, but maybe they're just struggling to get their music out there, struggling right. to get the, that follower account that everyone loves so much these days. Um, yeah, I think that's in a nutshell where I see myself. Cool. Do you see yourself moving like, um, not abandoning rap, but like going beyond it to like other artists? I 
would love to if I genuinely like an artist's music. I'm 100% open to it. I, you know, I have covered some alt songs, some pop songs, R&B, uh, some country. I definitely am open to it, but I, I don't think I can leave rap. I don't know. I keep going back to it. It's like I'll venture out and then I just come right back to my safe zone. Mm -hmm. So I think that's my niche and I'm going to stick to it. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's really good. Yeah. Um, so since we are a sneaker company, yes. um, obviously we need to talk about sneakers. So we get paid. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, year 2022, there's been a lot of drops. Some have been total flops. Some have been pretty good. But what's your favorite? Like, what's your top three drops this year? Top three? Um... I don't know if I can give you a top three. I'm going to preface this with I am 100% a shoe lover. I love shoes. I am not a sneakerhead. I am not going to claim to be a sneakerhead. <laughs> I own a lot of sneakers. I am not a sneakerhead. Um, there are so many more people that know so much more about sneakers. But um, one that comes to mind is the Dunk Cortez collaboration, that like crossover. Okay. I am a huge fan of the Cortezes. I know a lot of people hate Cortez, but I love them. So I love that. The Sakai Cortez, you mean? Yes. I think, isn't it they like kind of Union look like LA? These. Yeah, the Union LA, yeah. Okay. They kind of look like these, yeah. Yes. So I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm going to go with that as my top. All right. That's sick. What's, what's your, like, what's your rotation, your sneaker rotation? Um, well, I love my Air Maxes that I have on now, and this is my more practical shoe that mm -hmm. I wear. Um, I love the Dunks, obviously, but uh, I feel like I see on TikTok Dunks get a lot of hate. So um, <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about that because I'm like, it's a shoe. Why, why do we have to hate mm -hmm. on it? But um, I also will go to my Vans if it's like an everyday look. I'll still wear my Vans. Uh, my Cortezes are always in my rotation, just the plain white. I also have the red, white, and blue. Um, I also am really into Reebok these days. So um, I just got the Cardi B Reebok gifted to me. So I'm really excited. That's sick. Cool. That's cool. The Reebok is the first one. I haven't heard anyone mm -hmm. drop Reebok. Really? Yeah. So yeah. that's that's. Neat. I feel like it's kind of an underdog. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. Um, about the dunks, the dunk hate, it's crazy because like they, when they first started uh, Drop Plug, like they would drop dunks maybe like once a month, once every other yeah. month. Now it's like every single week, there's like three drunk, dunk releases. Exactly. <laughs> it's like yeah. the volume is just gone like out of control. And I will yeah. say, I don't think it's actually hate. I think it's mm -hmm. like stupid people trying to be like, I'm so yeah and i'm so edgy and like hating on girls like that word dunks yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like why why it's just yeah. another reason to hate on fashion <laughs> yeah yeah i mean the only thing i don't like sneaker wise is like mids men's yeah. mids i, I can't, don't like the mids i don't like mids at all like yeah i used to like tolerate it but now like I've gotten older. I'm like, nah, I mean, it's they just it. like fit just weird. They don't look right to me. And like, they're, they're terrible to get on. They look, terrible. yeah, they look strange. I've never seen a mid. I'm like, oh, this yeah, is, they're... yeah. They do have the best colorways though, which is mm -hmm. funny, but yeah. What's your, um, what's your rotation, Pauline? Yeah, I'm curious about that. Uh, well, 
these clearly pandas. destroyed my pandas she wears her shoes so that's good i've worn these to many music festivals and various activities they're such a destroyed. classic though yes yes i'd say my okay realistically my rotation would probably be these my mochas i wear them a lot and what else do i wear my i feel like i wear my infrareds a lot the fours oh yeah you do yeah those are my three but i think my favorite shoes would probably be my mochas my shimmers i don't really wear those anymore you don't get, wear your shoes. those get dirty very easily my shimmers and then what else those two i think those are my favorite my but i don't wear them a lot the my rotation obviously are my slides i'm certainly no, 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 my slides sorry I'm... i take that i take that back includes the slides in my rotation i i need to let these rest i've been wearing <laughs> them like every single day for like the last like five months so i need to get they're these screaming. break yeah they're they're crying they're, they've been crying um so yeah i need to i need to retire these not retire them but they need to go on like on the hiatus <laughs> yeah you need to put them in the box <laughs> <laughs> like a two-month hiatus yeah. um because they're not as comfortable as they used to be dead ass like they're not as they fluffy <laughs> yeah so i noticed that so i need to bring in my reserves um i have uh these street hawker dunks that i wear a, i think a little too much and then i have my jordan 3 fire reds that I wear a lot i abuse those shoes i need to clean them take better care of them but that's like my rotation um my favorite shoes i have are obviously my travis scott fragments and then um my union fours but dude i can't fours i love fours i just can't wear them like they are destroy my feet I when heard. i wear them they it hurts so bad that i just can't i it's like really tough my husband has a pair of those and he just can't do it he never wears yeah. them ever it's kind of it's a really tough to wear it's a really tough shoe to wear i feel like the material they use doesn't suit how they like shake them almost yeah i guess because it's just so uncomfortable like my ankles hurt like my soles hurt like everything, everything hurts. hurts but i feel like it's too like hard do you know what i mean mm -hmm. I don't know. I remember once um, my girlfriend's friends were in town and we like walked around everywhere and stuff. And I was wearing my fours. And when we got to our final destination, we enter the mall. I get out of the car. I walk. I move again in the mall. Like I'm in so much pain. I'm like, I can't walk. And she's like, are, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I literally cannot walk. Like my feet, I feel like my feet were bleeding. So I took off my shoe. And my like my small toe was like literally blistered and bleeding. It was so painful. I was like, I can't do this. Like I can't. Like it was so painful. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, I was like, yeah. So um, also because I feel like fours sizing is inconsistent. It's I have the exact same size in two different styles. My infrareds and my shimmers. Shimmers fit me a size. They're like half a size too big. Like they're kind of wonky when I walk, but my infrareds are like cutting off my circulation. Yeah, <laughs> exact you, same size. So like, uh, that's true because I have my Union fours and I have my what the fours, mm -hmm. and the Unions both are the same size. The Unions feel a little bit better. The what the fours are like super tight. Yeah, like it's it's weird, mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, could be the material, but I think it's the material. Yeah, what's a sneaker though that like. Let's say you have 5K right now and you can buy two sneakers. Let's put two sneakers. 
because 5k is a lot of money um <laughs> what two sneakers would you buy and you can only use it on sneakers you can't pay your bills you can't you can't put gas oh in your God, car you're me on the spot <laughs> <sighs> you can only buy sneakers oh my gosh any dunk probably a a gucci collaboration crossover i don't know exactly which one but mm -hmm. probably we're going expensive um, yeah i mean you have 5k so you might as well yeah. like get one you guys go first what's your guys's you go first or you want me to go first because i already have my two Okay, go first. <laughs> I'm like, you want to go? I'm already. Um, the Balenciaga, the all black Balenciaga. The socks? Runners. Those ones that look like Asics. <laughs> which ones? I know which ones. I'm in about. love with those shoes. I'll show you. I'll show you real fast. Those freak me out. I have you know, like... very big feet for a woman. I feel like I have to be careful with what sneakers I buy. Oh, Otherwise, I'll just look like a clown walking around. It's these. Ew. It's 1.1. You don't like Asics. They look like Asics. If they were special, I could see that. But like those are something Asics. I know they do. But I have 5K, so I'll, I'll, I'll buy these. If I had like 1,000, I wouldn't get these. Oh. Yeah, I'll get okay. the Asics. But if I have, yeah, I'll get, yeah, these are it. And then I'll probably get, I like the Travis Scott reverse Mocha's. Those go hard. Oh, yeah. Those are really sick. Yeah. So I'll, I'll get those. Those will be my two for 5K, mm -hmm. about 5K. Yeah. I think I would get the off-white fours. I've been wanting Ooh, those for yeah. years. Oh, you know what? Ye I'm going to change my <laughs> Yeah, I've seen those, yeah. <laughs> no, off white fours. I've been wanting those since they came out what, like four years ago? Three years ago? Five years ago. I think two. Two? Yeah. They're not that old. They're, they're I thought they were older. Mm mm. Oh. Okay, well I've been wanting those for years now. And the reverse mochas. It's basic, but I still like them. Reverse mochas are dope. Mm -hmm. Really dope. I have a question for you guys with your expert opinions how do we feel about like true basketball shoes like shoes you would wear on the court styling like for streetwear is that a no-no to you guys or yes and how you would go about it i think it's funny because whenever we go to like sneaker events the only people that are interested in like the kobe's that we have are like 40 plus really so i think that's like an old person thing to do like an older dude yeah personally i would never but because i also have yet to see someone who's like styled Does them it in a way that like i don't like look at them like oh those are basketball shoes you know what i mean like i don't know i think if you can style them maybe i just haven't seen anyone but personally i wouldn't yeah i have a pair of lebrons that i absolutely love but they are a true like basketball hardwood shoe I know by looking at me, you guys already know this, but I'm not going out there hooping. So yeah. when am I ever going to wear these? I'm trying to figure out how to style them. Mm -hmm. I feel like I should just sell them. But I love them. They're so cute. I think you should. I mean, I. it's funny because today I was looking at my 12s and I was like, oh, I haven't worn these in a while. Yeah. But for, obviously because they're kind of like a little hard to style. I mean, 
obviously you could they're not hard to style i just don't want to look like every single person that puts 12s on because like it's always with the skinny like the tight jeans that show the whole shoe and like yeah i don't want to do that so i was like so but um i I mean it would look cool if you played on the sporty look but made it a little bit more streetwear you know what if you wear like some what's that thing leggings tights I don't think you don't think it look cool. I think if you were to wear basketball shorts, you, I mean basketball shorts, basketball shoes. I feel like if you do like a streetwear, like kind of looking like you're going to play it, like, yeah, like kind of faking it. Yes, faking it, but make it a little bit more casual. If that makes sense, I think that's the only way I could kind of see them working, just to wear like their funsies. But like, I think, I think, unpopular opinion. I think it's easy for girls to make shoes look good. Because all you need is the leggings. I feel like the leggings go good with anything. I feel like those, like, Lululemon aloe leggings that everyone wears, like... You can't wear leggings yeah, but with that's, every... like, casual. But I feel like it goes good with every single outfit. Like, if I was a girl, that would be my, like, go-to fit for everything. I mean, I'll just wear most... leggings with 99% of my fits. You can, but yeah. in this situation, we're talking about basketball. I, feel I like... think... The... Well, you can. Are they lows or highs? It, but they are highs oh even... that changes it yeah that changes yeah. it yeah never mind she's i thought she's talking lows no she's oh highs. you said highs that's that's oh. a hard shoe yeah Ooh, i think there's I some mean... like big jeans like some parachute pants so it's not like as aggressive new content idea we're all gonna style me yes you know what Wait, come what back and we're, we're gonna we're gonna film a whole uh Let style me, gonna picture video oh, <laughs> They are gray, and it's like a gray camo print. Camo. I don't know if that makes any sense. Mm. Well, at least they're not like a crazy color. Are they these? Yes, very similar. Yes. Okay. That's hard. <laughs> yeah. Those are legit basketball shoes. Like, even yeah. has the ankle protection. <laughs> like so you don't break your ankles well, yeah hmm that's that's not an easy one that's that's, difficult. that's tough. yeah this is that's really <laughs> tough yeah you guys are like just don't wear those okay. just wear them wear to them the gym to, yeah if you wear them to yeah the gym, i think I that's think, yeah that's a flex it'll be cool but yeah. like that is a tough one yeah. Because yeah. Eva has the ankle guards. So how yeah. this happened was my husband and I had this grand idea that we were going to, our workout was going to be, we're going to take up basketball. Like, because I used to play in high school. He was athletic as well. So he played football. So we were like, basketball, let's play basketball. So I was like, I have to have shoes for this. We never once played basketball. So now <laughs> I have the shoes and I'm trying to repurpose them. But I think it's just a basketball shoe. I think it'll be a good gym shoe. I have a pair of LeBrons and I wear them only to the gym just because like, and they're not, they're lows too, but yeah, I think it's a good gym shoe. Yeah. Okay. We've determined LeBron. Yeah. yeah. He only makes good gym Look shoes. at Brightside. You won't, you won't roll your ankle. Yeah. When you're the you won't get hurt at the gym. <laughs> you won't get burnt on the gym. It's practical. So once to cross you up at the gym, you, you can catch them. Yeah, exactly. It's the bright side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm doing that a lot. <laughs> Maybe you can pick up basketball you know go play yeah sure yeah but you got some shoes today 
I did. Oh, you're yeah, gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. She them. did. Yes. Yeah. I let him know which ones you got. What did you get? I am super excited. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited. They are the Dunks, and they're the Jordan one. What? Jordan ones. They're Jordan ones. But I got dunks, no? Oh, you got Jordan 1. Oh, They're Jordan 1 low bleached corals. Wow, you were on top of it. I was about to say the coral. <laughs> wow, yeah. yeah, those are my sneakers. They look like dunks. They look like dunks. They do, yeah. yeah. Why do they do that? Well, I feel like the Jordan... Well, I mean, I've learned that to manu make a whole new sneaker design costs a minimum of like... I don't know, like 5K, 50K or something. It's a lot. It's really expensive. Let's put it that way. It's, it's so not. a lot of times when they like collaborate with celebrities or people or they're making new shoes, they just take like this and then they'll like change a few things on it and just and make it a new, it. yeah, repurposed original designs. That way they're not investing like 50K just to make a whole new shoe from scratch every single time. Gotcha. That's that's what I I learned, so that's why a lot of them look the same. Like this like is it. like the Sakai's, mm -hmm. so technically when the Sakai yeah. is like yeah. that's technically it. Well, yeah. yeah, they have like their what like five base models. Mm -hmm. They just do variations. Yeah, exactly. It's like even the the Jordan ones are a variation of. There's this one shoe. Forgot the Nike Zooms or something. I forgot the name of it. They're not. They're like a variation of like another Nike sneaker. Hmm. They're not even like their own design from scratch. Hmm. Yeah. Fun fact. Shoe <laughs> designers are so lazy. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's a sick sneaker. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to start. Yeah, that it's actually a really sick sneaker and um yeah it's only like the special releases so that's you, you got a good one um yeah so to wrap it up um this was really fun um do you have anything else you want to say any funny stories any jokes oh yeah i feel like we didn't talk about we talked about like your bad interactions with people. oh yeah do you have any like funny stories or like any funny memorable stories. things I'm sure I do. Nothing's like coming to mind. Um, hmm. I think a f not really a funny thing, super embarrassing, but uh, meeting Snoop uh, in his studio, I like moved my chair like, like kind of like this, just rustled it really quick, not dramatic, just and there was like a little table behind me with something on it. It was a picture of him. It was like a frame of him and his wife. And I like bumped it and it like knocked over and made this oh, really wow. dramatic sound. <laughs> and you know, he's high. So he like turns around. I'm like, so I just picked up picture. It wasn't broken or anything, but uh, it's really awkward. embarrassing. It's awkward. It's like, it's really awkward. It's really awkward. That was mean. Hi. Yeah. Uh. Um, but yeah, then we just kept it moving. And <laughs> would have been way more embarrassing if I broke something. Yeah. But. Yeah, I'd say that was an embarrassing moment. But I'm it's sure I've like, had many more. It's always like those little things like that fall and that makes like such a... It's like, so, if it were like yeah. happening in your bedroom, it would have been like a tiny little sound. But like when you're like somewhere yeah. public and it's quiet, boom, boom, boom. 
<laughs> it's like what you just dropped a bag of chips <laughs> it's like in school when it's... you had to sneeze and it's like during a test you're like trying yeah and it's like <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's true that's true well i think one thing we didn't touch on is a lot of people are kind of looking to kind of do something similar to what you're doing i think a lot of people want to kind of what you touched on earlier where you're kind of saying you could work you know like a label or something like that but you want to you know create your own space create your own brand which i think is really cool um do you have any advice for anyone who's like kind of looking to do that or kind of like how what are some what's some like some advice you would give to someone who is kind of interested in working in your field i think as much as we hate to hear it consistency it gets very very frustrating you know doing the same thing over and over again and pushing and know you believe in it and putting in a lot of work into something and then you know it's not a very high return on investment on what you're working on I mean I'm sure you guys know this you might yeah. work really hard on a piece of content that you love or you know in my case an interview or a piece and then like nobody like you it. Get 15 nobody likes. sees it or you get shadow banned on mm -hmm. Instagram it's or TikTok and um so I'd say just consistency and trying not to, I'm still trying to tell myself this, but not thinking so much into, you know, the likes and the follows and the engagement, but you know, that you're creating content, you're putting it out there, you're, you know, showing your brand and it is opening doors for you. I mean, I'm sure you guys can relate that mm -hmm. you've had a lot of doors open for you with doing this. Um, same for myself. So just looking back on the work you have done, putting in the work, being consistent, um, but I know how frustrating it is to hear that, um, mm -hmm. you know, cause people have told me that and it's like, I know, but consistency mm -hmm. is really hard. It's such a simple thing, but it's really hard. So I'd say consistency is just the biggest thing. Um, and just networking too. That's another one that I feel like people don't realize is super important, but just networking with people. Like if you get the opportunity to meet someone like a publicist or a manager or, even an artist or another writer just to pick their brain, um, be genuine about it. Obviously don't do it just to try to get something out of it, but just learning from people and hearing their experiences as well. Definitely. Yeah, that's true. How do you feel like your circle affects like your mindset and what you do? Like I, the people you surround yourself with. That's a really good question. I feel like it's, everything i'm mm -hmm. a firm believer in one timing but to the people you surround yourself with i feel like mm -hmm. my circle is everything to me i feel like i have a huge support system and people in my corner that actually support me and think what i do is cool so it helps me to keep going mm -hmm. um because inevitably when you're doing anything on the internet or putting anything out there you're going to get hate that's the first mm -hmm. thing you're going to get so mm -hmm. it really helps me to have those people that lift me up and think what I'm doing is really cool because I think I'm my own worst critic. Like I tend to tear myself down. Like I definitely get in my head. I try to act like I'm confident, but it it is really hard sometimes. So I mm -hmm. think surrounding yourself with people that really support you and will lift you up when you need it is super important. Um, but also back to talking about like Kanye and his circle, having those people there that you know will check you as well. True, like, yeah. I think that's it's super important. True. I feel like everyone that I surround myself with I can count on them to like give me their honest opinion and be brutally mm -hmm. honest with me, which I value. Definitely. So. That's true. Yeah. That's definitely true. The yes man stuff is bad. Yes. It's, yeah. yeah. It, I think a lot of people can't differentiate between support 
and like toxic positivity i guess Mm -hmm. yeah 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 i've had some people in the past that it was like everything i was like they're like yeah that's a good that's good that's great yeah but then i was like start asking them like and you know sometimes like me being who i am i like test them like i will literally say something like just crazy and then see and they agree i'm like nah these people i can't have around me yeah they're like yeah yeah, like nah that was fucking stupid (laughs) why why are you agreeing with it (laughs) is like knowing that okay if they're saying one thing to your face knowing that if they were talking to somebody completely different that they would say that same exact thing and not mm-hmm. just, you know, turn around, like talk shit on you mm-hmm. or turn around and, you know, try to make you out to be this huge best thing. Like I want it to be the same level playing field, yeah. whether you're talking to me or someone else as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. I agree. Yeah. So you have any more questions? This is great. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you for coming. It was really fun. We hope to have you again. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you do in the future with your podcast. Uh, make sure to tune into Haley Tharp on all platforms, right? You're available on all yes. platforms, right? Yeah. Yeah. All platforms. Haley Tharp, we'll, we'll put it below so you guys can find her and uh, check out the new artists she has on there. Have you actually, I just thought of it. Do you have like a playlist? Um, I have my Spotify playlist. Yes. Is it public? It is, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so it is on my link tree in my uh-huh. bios, but I can oh, send cool. it to you guys. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and then check out her playlist. A bunch of new upcoming artists. If you're upcoming artists, tap in with Haley Tharp. And um, on that note, it's time to end the podcast. Uh, this was really fun. Hope to Thank have you. you back again, definitely. It was really good. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for your support. Thank you. All right, guys. Take care. Have a good day. Um, my name is Emmanuel. I'm Paulina. And I'm Haley. This is Drop Pod Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to Locked In. Link below. Bye.